The show where we drink Oktoberfest brews and we watch shark movies and we talk about all of it. The festival and the films. It's what we do. It's what we love, he says through gritted teeth. (laughs) I'm one of your hosts, Logan Nielsen, and joining me as always is my co-host and resident brewmeister, Dustin Pixley. Hello, Dustin! Hello, Logan. How are you, my friend? I'm so good, man. I'm ready to drink some Oktoberfest beer. That's the part I'm excited about. I'm looking at these cans here, and this can in particular, too, is very intriguing because it's got just a dog on it. <laughs> and several smaller dogs. <laughs> and then a bunch, yeah, it's like a, a mosaic of little dogs behind the dog. Uh, so very excited for that. And also because um, we watched a movie today that I'm not even going to be shy about how much I disliked. We watched a movie called Shark in Venice, starring Stephen Baldwin and a lot of stock footage. <laughs> yes, we will get very deep into that. We got stuff to talk, talk about that. But first, we're back. We're back for another season. This is the third one. This is the third one of the, of I guess, the flagship series, you'd call it, since the name of our show is Sharktoberfest. Yeah. Um, um, how we haven't died yet from the last Sharktoberfest. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the last one... Did some damage to us, you know? And I guess that's why I'm upset with this one, is that it feels immediately... It's immediately hurting me. Yeah, it's not a great With Shark start. and Venice. Shark and Venice was a... Vi- what a stumble <laughs> for the beginning. I'm glad we did the Jaws commentary, because that felt good. <laughs> it was fun to well, do. Well, we always... That's kind of a rule we have, is to start with Jaws in some facet, because we know it's a strong start. It's a strong start. And we it's, won't immediately be broken. Yeah, it's enjoyable. People like it. People like talking about it. It doesn't hurt your insides. I think that's fair. I yeah. think that's a good... I think that's the... Which is... That's what you want from a movie. Generally. Generally, is to not... To not twist up your not only your innards but your your essence, <laughs> your being, your being, your, your soul, chi, your chi, your chi. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a soul guy, but this one hurt mine, so I don't know. My chakras are fucked, way out of line, totally unaligned. Uh, uh, you know, I read my horoscope today, and you know what it said? It just said, I don't know. That's what it said. It had a little asterisk that said, it said, exhale, I don't know. <laughs> so I knew it wasn't going to be a great <laughs> I shook a magic eight ball asking if we should continue. The ball never came. The dice never came. <laughs> it was just blue liquid. Here I am just looking into a blue ball, telling me nothing. How are you feel?ing though, going into another Sharktoberfest season? Because as you know, if you're a listener, uh, you know, of the past couple of years, we're going to do a lot of episodes this month. We throw out a lot. We're going to do stuff a little different. We're not going to just do three movies a week. We got some other themed episodes planned. Yeah, I think because the last one almost broke us. We had to figure out a way to scale back and maybe do something to break yeah. it up. The thing with shark movies is that they 
not only do they run out of quality incredibly quickly, they run out of variety pretty quickly. That's the thing. That's why we chose this one because it was something. It off seemed the a little, path. yeah, seemed a little different than what we've done. But typically, those are really shitty movies. Yes, yes. So it's either you're gonna find a movie that's looks like a movie, but is the same story you've seen eighty times, yeah. or this shit. Yeah, and it's usually like, what's how are they gonna fake a shark in this one? What horrible way? Are they going to get away with not having to actually build a shark prop <laughs> and to actually do any makeup blood effects? How are they How are they going to avoid making a shark movie while making this shark movie is what the question That's, usually is. It's always the goal of these movies is to avoid to actually making yeah, a shark movie. It seems like it's I'm wondering now if it's just an industry wide like bet. Of like who who can make a shark movie without making a shark movie? Is it the hold my beer of of the movie industry? <laughs> yeah, is, a little is bit. Trying to make a shark movie without yeah actually having sharks. Oh oh, you you built a shark prop. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just never show a shark. How about that? Oh, you thought Spielberg was cool because he went so long before showing the shark. I'm just gonna never give you one. And then when I do, it's clearly stock footage. <laughs> or they always go the opposite way, and it's like. See my giant shitty CGI Here's shark. Here's my big CGI right shark. Right away. That's the opening shot is my big dumb CGI shark. Anyway, we're coming into this with a lot of hostility. We're coming into this a lot. We of, are. We a should, lot of anger. We should crack a beer. I think we should. I think we need to perk up. What do we have for the first official episode of Sharktoberfest? Hair, brew, master. Uh, so I was recently in Galena, a town we've spoken of a lot we enjoy. I believe they were featured last Sharktoberfest. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Uh, on the way back, we stopped at a brewery in Dubuque called Dimensional. Ah. And I happened to see they had an Oktoberfest, and I was like, fuck it. My mom used to work at a place called Dimensional Graphics. They oh. were graphic designers. So probably not the same people, but would be an interesting pivot. <laughs> we will reach out. <laughs> and these come, in, these come in a tall boy, which I don't. I don't love doing one that's not 12 fluid ounces because, yeah, this one right here, it's 16. It's a pint. So, ooh, <sighs> this is a rough start. It's a rough, but it's the third one. You know, it's the third Sharktoberfest. Things were, you know, things were about to get rough. You know, we we knew that. We Well, we're coming up. Well, because, you know, I think I think last one, you know, was our second one. It was very much our Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> you know, so things we got, we got to brush off the darkness from the last. We got to try really hard. Yes. And not to try to be triumphing, you know, heroes. So, um, do you have any other information about this? Because there's not a gosh darn thing on this can. <laughs> Very little. The description on their website. And I did get the little story. Um, so, here's the description. I'll read that first. Okay. In honor of a wonderful yellow lab named Gordon. Aw. Who sired 399 puppies. Well, that sounds a little puppy mill, but... <laughs> Well, I don't think so, because... He was so, kept in a cage, was never free. <laughs> um, I guess the brewer of this, when he was a home brewer, mm-hmm. had a little festival where he invited all of the siblings or children of Gordon to come. So okay. They had, they had, like, a party. So it was a Gordon Fest. It was, yeah, exactly. Because that's what this Fest. is called. It's Gordon Fest uh, Marzen. Um, is there any other? Because all, all the because all the can says is keep cold, drink fresh. <laughs> that's all it says. So it is 5.4% alcohol. Okay. And it clocks in at 20 IBUs. 5.4 is not too bad for a... That's about standard. Pretty standard for yeah. for the old the old Marzen lager. Um, well, let's do the dang thing. Ooh. Ooh. All right, here we go. Hey. That's got a lot of flavor. That's all right. That's not too bad. Yeah, nice. Um, 
nice malty flavor. Really? It's got that subtle biscuit in there, which I really enjoy. I really like that. And Dustin, I'm going to say it. This thing's dancing on my tongue right now. Ooh. It's not It's not quite crunchy. It's close. It's, it's close. It's close. But it, but most of the Oktoberfests aren't too dry. So. No, they're not too bad. But I feel, I feel some definite tongue dance. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, these guys do a special release. I've never had, but I would Gross. love to. <laughs> No. Sorry. <laughs> you went dark with that one right away. Oktoberfest <laughs> 3's first come joke. There it is. Woo! Uh, Put it on the board. <laughs> I wish there was a board. Hey, I got a board right here. Here we go. Put a check. All right. Come jokes. <laughs> one. Now that you have that, it's almost a challenge, <laughs> is the problem. I know. I know I made the bit real. Uh, anyway, this uh, beer it's called Smortal Combat. I and it's a s'more stout. Yeah, I am a big fan of but that. But it, it's name. very sought after. You see it in a lot of trading websites. People are always after it. So Smortal Combat. Smortal so Combat. A- I imagine it. I bet it's really, really good. I did have a uh, sour beer from them that had uh, marshmallow in it. And these fuckers, marshmallow sour. They crammed in those marshmallows. It was a fruited sour. Marshmallow's not a fruit though. Well, there's fruit with the marshmallow. <laughs> Thanks for pointing I, that out, though. I was a little confused. I just love that your defense of it uh, did not address marshmallows. <laughs> I was like, oh, a marshmallow and a sour. And you're like, a fruit and sour. <laughs> okay. Someone out there knows what I'm talking about. Well, what, what's the... But the, what, thing, the thing I'm getting is that the marshmallow uh, aroma and flavor were very pronounced, so they did a very good job of okay. cramming it into the beer. So that's yeah. why I think that particular style would be very good. I mean... I'm sold on name alone. Yeah, that's already hooked. Already. Yeah. I don't really even care if it's good. <laughs> it, would, it would just fit great into like the whole fucking thing we do here. <laughs> no, it's right up our alley. We could watch Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mm. You know, could do that. Or that TV show that we talked about. Fucking... Yeah, we'll do we'll do. If we can find some Smortal Combat, we'll do a one and done on that fucking <laughs> the TNT Mortal Combat show. Um, we do the show a little different when it's not uh, the the Sharktoberfest season. So, do we usually open with hashtag Fest Facts? Usually, when we do the official Sharktoberfest episodes, even though we we have you know we do other stuff. It's listen. We're confused too. <laughs> I I did not listen to old episodes. I can't quite remember the structure. But yeah, we like to instead of uh, doing our normal opening jibber jabber, we like to uh, uh, I'm gonna say indulge in some knowledge. I know it's a weird way to say it, but it's how I feel about it because it's chasing down uh, some facts that you maybe wouldn't know. Oh, I found one. I doubt anyone knows. I'm excited for that. And we like to call this section some hashtag fest facts. The well is not very deep with uh, hashtag fresh fest facts. So I think yeah. we decided to kind of try to pick some old ones maybe. So hashtag refresh facts. Ref- refresh refresh fest, fest facts? facts? Thank oh, you. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, you know, I guess that is the new game of how can we make everything more cumbersome. Absolutely. Because <laughs> last year was fresh fest facts. Now it's refresh 
You get, there's no, your mouth doesn't want to say it. It doesn't. You have to really force it out. Refresh, fast, fast. All right. I thought you would like that. Shit. Yeah. Well, now it's what we're doing this year. So okay. I do have a hashtag fresh fast fat. Oh, so we have a this regular one is, fresh. But, but then, then we, I was looking for more, and I was like, God so we may damn. need to we may need to refresh. We may need to slap some rouge on these. Yep. <laughs> Tuck their sacks back. Yeah. And... <laughs> oh. Uh. Well, lay, lay it on me, Big Daddy. Oh, I will. Small Daddy. Um, I'm a little daddy. I'm gonna not pronounce this correctly, and I don't care because that's just that's my game. What it's about? That's what we do here. All right. So this thing, <laughs> this thing. And I'm gonna be really vague at first because I want you to watch the video. Oh, that's right. You sent me a video. Did you email it to me? I did email it okay, to you. I'll yeah. bring that up on the old computer. Go, uh, go ahead, keep talking. Like so that. the name is Tufelsrad. Tufelsrad. That sounds German to me. Um, this was created by a man. Click on the video. You're going to agree, I think. Doctor Tufelsrab. Video unavailable. <laughs> That's funny. Maybe it only it sent us weird link. Okay. Okay, so we got a bunch of ladies sitting on a large, what like lazy Susan kind of situation. It's spinning faster. Oh, it stops. You can probably skip ahead, too, until it's actually moving the wheel. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of preamble here. I'll skip ahead a little bit. And so someone seems to be controlling it. Yeah. So this is kind of like a... I mean, it looks like a fun game. It looks like a fun game, but yeah, it's but a bunch of women trying to if stay... If you think about it being established at an Oktoberfest with all the dirndls... I mean... I'm sure there's there's some sort of like fucked up story to it historically of just like and, and the woman who won was a witch or she was the only one allowed to marry that year or something. Yeah. But nowadays I think it's just an excuse to try to look up women's dresses. I mean there's clearly that. Uh but yeah. well then they oh there's like a wrecking ball now going through. Yep. This is a Japanese game show. It looks like it. <laughs> Eventually too they they lasso people eventually. If yeah, they, I if, see that. I see him ready in a rope over there. Yeah. So it looks super fun. Another name is the um, Devil's Wheel. The Devil's Wheel. There wasn't a lot of information on it, though. I was a little disappointed. But it, we we it, might have to make our own little video of us just doing a commentary over this yeah. of this video, like a sports one. <laughs> yeah, just like who's gonna hang on? Who's gonna be the final winner of two two fulls rod? But um, it looks lit. It looks like a. It looks. It, it would be super fun. Well, and then clearly someone's controlling the speed of it, so it's kind of like a, almost like a mechanical bull yeah. situation is how it feels, like an Oktoberfest it's just when mechanical I, when bull. When I first saw it, this was like the video, and I was like, ooh, that's, what's going on? <laughs> it looks initially weirdly horny, and right. that might just be because it's women, they're all in their dresses, they're none of them wearing shoes. You, you get just a lot of leg and feet right away, and then they're all cowering in the middle together. There's a weird... <laughs> weird vibe there's, to start. There's a weird vibe when you first look at it. Yeah. But then you see clearly, like, oh, this is basically... Like a you know, so it a was um, introduced to Oktoberfest celebrations, nineteen ten. Nineteen ten. So it's been around for a while. Oh, and if so, if you and then if you're one of the women who falls off, you have to spin the wheel next year. Yes, because <laughs> like they wouldn't have had nineteen ten. It wouldn't have been motorized, probably. No, they would have had just some horse manually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Or yeah, they would have just been turning it or something like that. Maybe that's why it was only women on it because the men were turning it. Maybe that could be. That, there I don't you know. know. You I know. did see some videos of men doing it. Obviously, everyone does yeah. it, but I don't yeah. know. Like I said, when I first looked it up, right off the there's, bat, there's a quick second when you when I open that video, being like, mm? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay, it's just it's just wipeout. It's just Oktoberfest wipeout edition. And then like one of the little blurbs on here was like sometimes results in injury well yeah i imagine <laughs> i'm sure when some psycho gets on the wheel and starts going a little it's too fast the leading cause of death of german women yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my tiny fest fact so how is that like i mean i not if you don't have this information uh i, I don't mean to i don't mean to throw you uh, uh leave you hanging or anything like that um is this a is this like an at every Oktoberfest thing, or is it a just a sometimes thing? I I, I wouldn't assume so because this is the first time I've, I've ever never, seen. I've it. never fucking seen this before. So it's apparently at some amusement park too in Germany as well. Okay, called the Tonis Wunderland. It's it's very carnival game. Yeah, it's, which makes sense. Is that a big fest? But yeah, uh, I don't know if we explained it super well. But yeah, it's a big wheel. It, yeah, it's a giant wheel. Big um, old wheel, bunch of ladies on it, and they're all crammed in the middle because it, it clearly you want to be the last one standing. So you, but it looks like it's kind of a slick surface because they start kind of just yeah, it's not going that fast, and they slide off. So it must be a very slick surface. And it starts spinning, and it stops and, then, and starts. And eventually a giant ball comes from the ceiling. And I will say that was a fucking curveball when suddenly there was a wrecking ball being thrown. But, but then eventually, if it gets down to... I saw one video where it was like two left, and they started lassoing. That's wild. Yeah. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Now listen, if I saw that, would I play it? Yeah, I'm getting on that wheel. Huh. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I would play that in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? There's, that's really no skill, no stakes. <laughs> Just. I mean, I think no stakes. Again, I don't know. I don't know what happens. To the women we didn't fall see off. a lot of the um, like wide shots, so there could be spikes that we didn't know about. Spikes. This could be a game of life or yeah. death. Off to the side. Ooh, the next season of um, Squid Games. Boom. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Squid Games Oktoberfest edition. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to just take a second to just tip my hat to Oktoberfest because you know what. Continues to throw us some curveballs as we <laughs> you do not know what you will as find we, there. As we dig deeper, there's always a new thing that I'm like, huh? They do that, huh? And you know what? There's probably a dark underbelly we still haven't found. There's got to be, and I'm hoping we find it. I, I want to yeah. find that. Uh, I don't know that the purge version of because <laughs> there, there's got there's got to be like those couple years. In the you know early 1900s or late 1800s or something, where it's like there like part of it was like hunting people. Like yeah. there's like there's gotta be, there's gotta be, and we want to find it. The most dangerous festival. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oktoberfest, you you silly amazing creature. I love it. I love it. I, someday we have to grace it with our presence. And... It's slowly turning into a Japanese game show. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we look deeper into it, and that just makes me fall more in love with it. So, like, honestly, frankly, I'm I'm more energized now after just after learning of that. So, thank you. Good. That yeah. was a great, excellent, fresh, fast fact. It was a good one. Good. I thought you'd like it. I had a good feeling. About I liked it. it a lot. I like it a lot. I I I <laughs> listen. I I know we're kind of we kind of you know raise our nose up at nostalgia but listen i'll never say no to a nickelodeon game show and that's clearly what that is absolutely uh, created a very long time ago too if it was just first introduced in 1910 so it was a nickelodeon game show as in the old nickelodeons that you actually literally put a nickel in <laughs> and watched it was that 
That was pretty, you know, that's that was kind of a cumbersome joke, but there was there was there was technically a joke in it. You got there, yeah. <laughs> I like when you have to really like work at it and then also explain your joke because you're not quite uh, sure if everyone yeah, understands that. No, and I because it's it would have been a better sight gag than a, <laughs> a lot of people don't know what Nickelodeon means to them. It's just the channel, but it came from those yeah, the little those coin operated because yeah, yeah. it was it cost it was it cost a nickel, so it's called a Nickelodeon. And I'm sure back then that's like twenty dollars though. Yeah, you were. <laughs> it was an investment. <laughs> oh, to see a train. Um, I know what the next segment is. The problem is you I do. don't. You I don't want to do it though. You're definitely circling I'm really, it. I'm you're... trying to find a way to talk about anything else, but I guess we need to go talk about our movie, huh? Shark in Venice. Was it 2008 or 09? I could not remember. Somewhere around that. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, this is, we, we chose it because it was kind of a pre... B- before the Sci-Fi Channel got like all up in shark movies and silly. And I don't even know if this was a Sci-Fi original. I couldn't really find much research on it. But um, but was, before before they started just cranking them out, and then they kind of became a joke. And then they, they were trying to make them jokey. Yeah, purposely going that route. Um, and that's also a dangerous time because then some of them are... Just being very lazy about their filmmaking. Anyway, <sighs> fine, let's do it. <laughs> and now, your feature presentation. Have socks and bannies. What did you say was the cause of death? It was a boat propelled from one of the buses. What is it you're looking for? Treasure. It's the Medici treasure. Over 200 million dollars. Shark in Venice. 2008. Starring Stephen Baldwin, Vanessa Johansson, Hilda Vandermeulen, Giacomo Gianella, and... Other guys. Directed by Danny Lerner. Let's go ahead and click on his name quick. What other what other stuff is his fault? Oh, he's a producer. Really? His producer credits. What's, what's he done? The Expendables. The Legend of Hercules. Uh, Olympus Has Fallen. Well, <laughs> cool Dog. Oh, okay. No, but there's like some actual movies in here that he produced so i mean good for him he's making his bones somewhere i guess uh directed a movie called search and destroy which that poster looks like just nothing um cool dog he, he did direct cool dog <laughs> direct contact starring dolph lundgren uh shark in venice finding rin tin tin about that dog target of opportunity Raging Sharks, which is actually a movie we have we we didn't we're not I don't know if we're doing but we've talked about that one. We've, have we? We've definitely watched that trailer. He also did Shark Zone. All right, so he's one of, he's one of these guys who's kind of to blame for all. <laughs> we, this. we have seen a few of these directors who will circle back to shark movies often. Yeah. It's kind of weird, and that might be a topic for maybe another time. But I was I was talking about or no, we were talking about that, weren't we? I can't remember. Either you or Jess. One of my loves. <laughs> no, but like the the that thing of like, do you just stumble into it or do that was us? Because that we, was us. we had we were we were on the 
topic of Santa Jaws, and we were wondering, yeah, like, did you seek this out? It was other movies too, because we're just like, because there, there's other directors that we find like they do several of them. Like, do you do you do you find yourself there on accident, and then you just like you keep getting hired for that, or are you, or is it kind of like I can make those? <laughs> I can make some cheap. That's what it movies. kind of feels like. It feels a little bit like that, but I don't know. It might also be like, oh, we found you're good at this, so. Yeah, Keep and doing it, them. it probably comes down to they're efficient and they are cheap. Probably, yeah. Um, this one in particular um, is pretty egregious because uh, they don't even attempt to make their own shark in any way. It's all stock footage or shots from other shark movies. Yeah, like and none of it. Ma- none of it makes any sense either. Like the attacks. No. I think there's one moment where they do their own CGI shark that like takes down a boat in Venice. Uh, Venice, a place where they clearly went and shot some B-roll, because I think they did shoot some of their own footage on a boat. The actors See, mis- I don't think they did. I think they hired someone, because the cameras look much better for all the exterior transition shots. Well, I think there's a lot of actually Venice stock footage, but then they did go clearly shoot some boat footage because there's some some stuff with... There's a few things where you can tell, yeah, it's someone like holding a camera down low. Yeah. It's not a very good shot. But um, Stephen Baldwin never set foot in Venice. <laughs> None of the other no. actors. Anytime they're in anything else, it's in a set on a soundstage somewhere. Um, and there's just a terrible green screen behind them in certain shots, like if they're on a oh boat or something. God, the green... Yeah, it, it's... It's one of those things that's going to be hard to explain non-visually, but I had I, there was a lot of me rewinding moments to be like, they really did it this way, huh? They didn't even get at a point. Stephen Baldwin has him and one other guy are in like full dive suits and they're about to jump off a boat. And instead they built a shitty like wooden version of the boat on a back lot. And then they were clearly just jumping off the loading dock and we don't even see them hit water. And it's like, that's amazing. I really enjoyed that every transition shot had to be an exterior of Venice. Did you notice that? Yes. Like everything. Yes. Even when it's Stephen Baldwin in an apartment. Yeah. <laughs> if they transition from him standing at a window, then in bed, they had to have a quick shot of Venice. Yeah. And, and well, because that, that was clearly, that's clearly the only idea behind this movie was like, well, Venice, you know, the streets are water. What if sharks were there? Okay. But then they also make this a weird, like, Indiana Jones heist movie. It's like a combination. Well, and I think the title is supposed to be sort of a, a, a double meaning. Do you know? Yes, because I think that gangster <laughs> is also supposed to be a shark in Venice. Then call it sharks in Venice. Right. Shark in Venice is just also not, like, pleasing grammatically. I noticed that, too. I thought it was sharks. I, we both thought it was sharks. Okay. Because then I typed it in, I'm like, oh, shark? It's shark in Venice. Not even a shark in Venice. Because then they allude to that there are multiple sharks anyway in the water. There's a bunch of sharks. So just, you know, yeah, make it sharks. But yeah, yeah. And uh, Stephen Baldwin turns in the most wooden performance. Yeah. But oh. he, he is also the only one that isn't dubbed over entirely. <laughs> I noticed that as well. I think I had a note saying that. I'm like, wow, Stephen's the only one they had a mic on this whole movie. Pretty much. Well, I think several of them, too, because we, we looked up, too, at the, or we didn't look it up, but at the end of the credits. Because I noticed, too, once, because the whole time, like, a lot of these actors are dubbed over or, like, their accents are weird. 
and Jess was actually asking me, she's like, are, you think they're Italian, some of them? Or they're trying, I'm like, nah, they're no. probably faking an Italian accent, but then some of them are just entirely dubbed over by someone else in a different room the yes, whole time. Yes, because I had a note too. The one of, main uh, gal. The, the female detective sounds like she's in a hallway. She sounds like she's in a hallway, and it's, I think, recorded by an older actress, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, and then once the credits started, too, I noticed all the names were like, um, a lot of V's and Z's in them, like kind of like you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I, Ikova, you know, um, Dmitri, you know, Meskov, like all these things, and I was like, I'm like, is this a Russian production? But it looked like the main company. I noticed it said Bulgarian casting. Mm, there you go. So I think that's where. So close enough. So they're probably able to send a unit down, but I don't think they filmed any of uh, Baldwin stuff in in Bulgaria or anything like that. I don't, he, he was never in Venice. So he, they probably shot his stuff just in a back lot and sound stages in LA. And they oh, got yeah. some stuff there, but then the rest of the production crew, like all the visual effects people, big heavy quotes around that. Uh, <laughs> well, you can see like too, Bulgarian like, team. like his shots when he's not like when he's in Venice, there's a lot of like the back of his head. Oh, it's clearly yeah. just someone else. There's really great fakes. And by really great fakes, I mean very obvious, terrible fakes. But it was like, well, you tried to pretend like he was there, didn't you? Um, I guess when I saw him, too, on top of his awesome performance, that was, for me, the definition of Dead Eyes. And we've talked about the <laughs> podcast before, but like that truly was. Like, his eyes were dead. I mean, they're beautiful, sparkly blue. Yeah. But they are dead. Yeah, yeah, he's because there was a there was a couple moments where he's clearly supposed to be delivering a joke, and he almost tries not to. <laughs> it was kind of impressive. There was one line where he just really like butchered it. Oh, it was because uh, I I just realized to explain the moment, I was gonna have to explain nine other things, and I didn't want to. Don't do so it. So I'll get to the joke if I get to it. But don't worry about it. It was just it was a very non non delivery. If you will. Pieces of the Medici treasure have been recovered, but very few. How would you know? She's an expert. In the medieval time period, she's really smart. How do we do that? Do we want to break this movie down somewhat? I will be honest with you. I don't think I can fully. Well, should we try to... um meander the best we can yes. through it? I think get through the best okay. we can. Just And I'm saying mainly because... I don't I don't know if in the history of our show I have checked out so quick. And that is fucking saying something. I'm not saying it's the worst movie we've ever covered. There's ones that are definitely more infuriating. But they hold interest slightly better than this one. Yeah, there's, a, to there's do. at least something that I go like, what? Why this this I only I could only see the cynicism in this. Of like slap together a shark movie for us. We'll put it on DVD. We got Stephen Baldwin, so we don't got a lot of money, <laughs> as you can tell. Just slap Stephen Baldwin on something with shark. I don't really care is, if there's sharks in it. This is like 10, 12 years after Biodome, so he's really faded. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, I. Not only was I just checked out. It's an hour and a half long. Feels. Three times the length. Absolutely. I it's, paused at 24 and I was like, no, oh my God. no. It is. 
it is just bad. But uh, and it, most of my problems with it too are the are the visuals. The are those are the most interesting part of it because the plot is pretty boring, and I don't really care. So that's why I'm I'm tr- I'm trying I'm trying to get invested. I'm trying my best to be here for you. You know, both you, Dustin, and you, the listener, trying to be here. Um, I I had to stop myself from fast forwarding through the second <laughs> half of the movie. I'm like, no, I can't start Sharktoberfest that way. I can't start it sprinting through a movie. But good golly, I think I can get us through okay. Okay, okay. So here we go. My first note is Venice. Because it's just a lot of stock footage of Venice. I know, I had pretty much the same thing. Like, oh, they definitely hired a company to uh, shoot Venice. And then we meet our main villain. Who, Vicenzo? Uh, Clemenza, Clemenza is what he goes by, which yeah. is also a uh, character from The Godfather. I was going to say. Uh, which also very clearly, this movie's entire understanding of Italian culture is watching The Godfather, probably. Like half the Godfather. At one point, a guy just calls somebody, goes, Senorita. And I was like, they don't say Senorita. <laughs> they do it a lot, actually. Um, but anyway, we meet our villain, uh, a guy, Co Caveman. And because. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he went straight from golly. this movie to that set. Yeah. And um, I'm not fully sure what was going on in this opening because someone's swimming around. And so, he's watching from the Geico caveman is watching from a monitor in a conference room that's supposed to be on a boat, but it's definitely not on a boat. Well, and they are, they right out the gate they're just making mistakes because they're showing the underwater people talking, but they have one of those breathers that goes inside in your, your mouth. mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they even do it. They have close-ups of Stephen Baldwin with them. He's like, "Oh my God, what's going on over there?" I'm like, "You can't talk that's with that." Not, nope. You need an over the mouth, you know, or at least if you're in, it's gonna be like. Hur, hur. <laughs> Um, but it's we find out it's Steven's father who's looking for treasure because they're talking about Marco Polo's map they have Marco Polo's map but then also later like the Medici's come in and like the Crusades and there's a big long explanation that I was looking at I can say that I was looking at the screen when it told me but I didn't really it didn't register fully for me as well. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Well, they just gave us a big history about something with the Crusades, but then didn't didn't really... Oh, they spent... So they spent too much money... On, on the Crusades sh- sequence. They did, because they had someone's foot getting chopped off, and I, my first thought was, you spent money on that. Yeah. yeah. Why? And, yeah, they had, like, a full castle set and a bunch of stuff and chickens, and I, I there was I was wondering for a second. I wanted to, I was trying to find it, and I couldn't, but I wanted to know, like, was that taken from a different movie? That would make way more sense. Because I know movies that have done that, especially cheap movies like this, where they'll just borrow scenes from else and be like, eh, we'll make it work. We got this footage. That almost has to be the only explanation that would make any amount of yeah. sense. Um, but we meet... Uh, Stephen Baldwin. So, well, yeah. So anyway, so the Geico caveman's watching just sharks. The shark in Venice uh, killed these guys, and I, I wrote, "No, no, he was attacked by stock footage because it's just different. Well, it's just really fast cutting of just random ass shots." Well, and of every time it shows the shark, so it shows our characters underwater, like fairly deep underwater. Every yeah. stock footage, the shark is at the surface. You can see sunlight. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be in tunnels at some of these scenes. 
Yeah. They didn't even do a good job several, of finding stock footage that works. There are several where the shark is clearly just swimming up and hitting the camera because it's like studying. It's like underwater, like stock footage of sharks. Yeah. Uh, pr- egregious. I literally, I said out loud and like Jess was working on something. and I think I startled her, but I just said, this is how we're doing shark attacks. It's just cutting fast and then just suddenly they do a little blood and then it's just over. And I'm like, God, I'd rather have the shitty oh, CGI shark than than this. Um, but anyway, these guys get eaten. We don't really know what's going on. It's a, it's a long opening, too. It's a long, cold open to uh, people doing something. We don't know what it is and we don't know who they are and why the one guy's watching. We've like it's so it's so boring and no stakes. That I didn't know like you said, it. you check out right away because you this thing, you stop caring immediately. I was immediately checked out because it wasn't even I was I wasn't sure. I'm like, are one of these people Stephen Baldwin? Because they're all divers, so I can't tell. And like we stay with them for a long time, and then they're just they're just eating. Hokey doke. And then we go to Stephen Baldwin, and he seems to be teaching some sort of uh, diving lecture. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's. Because it's not um, clear what his job is. He's some kind of professor, but they're of what? doing they're doing a full on Indiana Jones. If he's like a treasure hunting explorer, but also a college professor, and, I I and, referred to him as because his name is like it's like Tom Franks or something like that. So I wrote down instead of Indiana Jones, it's North Dakota Franks. <laughs> <laughs> but because he's but like hearing him try to speak intellectually, yeah, is painful. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to watch him do that in real life too. <laughs> Uh, In the supernatural realm of spiritual warfare, there are people that pick sides. Call it Illuminati, call it whatever you want, but there is uh, the, the spirit of this world and the Lord of this world is Satan. You can go to YouTube and Google and, and search on YouTube Illuminati and you'll see stuff you wouldn't believe about very famous people, very famous musicians and their music videos and images you clearly see in them. That are satanic images. So does that help you decide your next films and your work? But he's up there. He's showing footage of like a underwater wreck, and he's like, you know, four hundred feet down. And one student's like, four hundred feet. I can dive that with my eyes closed. And it's like, okay, this is this hot shot diver academy. Like, what is going on here? And then he starts it's like, like take, dunking on him. <laughs> take it easy, Maverick. All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and. And then he's called away and then finds out that they think his dad was killed because his dad was one of yes. those divers, we think. Spoiler, he shows no emotion to this. No emotion. And then he and then he goes to Venice. We know that because um, we see stock footage of Venice. And then uh, he's in then a boat, which I think is actually the inside of a bus. Yes. <laughs> and then in the windows, we have green, we have green screen Venice. Green Venice. Uh, and then so before we know the there. next scene, we see more Venice. Yeah, and then then okay, then he goes to the hospital, right? Because they want to show him the bodies. And remember, yeah. they just rip the rip the blanket off. off, and it's like they've done nothing to clean up these bodies at all. It's just like a pile of meat and blood, and he's and he like he covers one up. He's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, he's that like, one. Oh, that's enough of that. But then he also said one of them is not his father. And then never looked at the other one. I didn't even think about that. He doesn't though. Well, he looks at two of them. He goes, "These aren't my father." Oh, but we did look at the second one. But we think one? there was three. I think eventually. I think it's uh, see the thing is they never actually say for sure his father died they just say he's yeah. missing because they don't find his body and we never meet his father and, and then they just drop that it's dropped it's done yeah 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 huh uh we also meet uh adr italian cop um 
she's uh she's ADR. Yeah, someone someone is doing her voice from the hallway. Why is everyone so against the idea of a shark attack? Well, you must understand the implications, Dr. Friends. Our streets are not like any other in this world. They are canals. And to suggest that there is killer shark swimming in them could have serious repercussions. Like I said, she sounds like she's recorded on a laptop microphone. Oh, I picked that up right away, like too. Someone I, had, had I noted that, too. Open. I was like, clearly... Yeah. Not shot in a real studio. No, not at all. There was no actual ADR done in a proper studio um, or with a good mic. I don't think they had an actual good microphone. This was like a phone voice memo. But of that time, too, they didn't have the... <laughs> yeah, no. You know, these ones can sound okay, you know, but... It was done on a Nokia brick phone. Yeah. Uh, and then they also meet uh, Captain... Uh, he's the captain of the police force in Venice. Captain Buenasera, which I didn't catch right away, where Jess just goes, doesn't that mean good evening? And it does. It does, yeah. So this is this is like an Italian, like beginner's Italian class <laughs> movie. <laughs> ah, senorita, it is me, Captain Good Evening. <laughs> uh, where is the library? <laughs> I don't know what this context is, but there's a line in the movie as well. That Steven says. And it's mm. just Oh no, it's when they're in the um his father they go to his father's apartment. Let's skip ahead a little bit, which we're not going too far. That ahead. was gonna be my next thing anyway. <laughs> and he says a line. I think it's after he finds that briefcase that's hanging over which isn't hidden very well at all. It's like it's like uh attached to a rope outside the window in the water. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Well, they go to the apartment. It's ransacked because they're looking that. for something. And, and then, very, very last crusade, I noticed. Yeah, we're already doing Indiana Jones's dad, and then the and hotels then are tossed. Stephen Baldwin just goes over to the window. He's like, "Oh, Dad, you know, nothing you, changes." Yeah, Dad, you silly bitch. And he has like his notes from it. But okay, at I, some point, I, think I missed that. He says the line, "Herein lieth the rub." Oh, yeah, that's trying to be clever, I think. I think so. I, it wasn't. Because that's like, you know, and, and here's the rub, or, you know. I, I've heard, like, therein lies the rub, like, but it's meant to be a joke. But you have to deliver it with um, charisma and intention. Because <laughs> that's the, actually, and that's the scene, too, where the bad joke is. Because they're that's where they do the big-ass flashback to the crusade stuff. Yep, because he's going through the notes, and then, yeah, and yeah. We just, and I think we get the dad's voiceover, not even Stephen Baldwin. And again, we've never met the dad, but it's a different man's voice telling this long story about the crusades and the Medici's. Long story. Because it's a lot of footage, a lot of crusades footage, and then there's VO the entire time explaining the history. The Eighth Crusade, sponsored by Louis XIV, Led by the Medici brothers. Three Venetian knights who assembled an army of crusaders that marched across Europe, cutting a swath. They pillaged and plundered everything in their path. On their way to the old Byzantine port city of Antonia, they laid siege to the city. But the Antonians were no match for the ruthless invaders. They tortured anyone and everyone that the Medici's knew they could not give information on want as you can tell me. You can go to YouTube and Google and, and search on YouTube Illuminati and you'll see stuff you wouldn't believe. So just some other shit happened. Yeah, and it doesn't help the story at all. No, 
Look at All they're nothing. trying to tell us essentially is there's a big treasure somewhere. Yeah. Just say Just that. Just get to it. Just get to the fucking treasure. And my best, my favorite part of that too is that halfway through all of the stock footage, it does just one quick fade back to the three of them just looking at the notebook and then, and then back to the Crusades. <laughs> just be like, yeah, just remember they're here. They're reading this. <laughs> I know. It's, it's that long you had to be reminded that they were reading it. Yeah. You had to remember there was a different movie happening outside of this Crusades movie. Just in case you were channel surfing and you came across this, they want to make sure you know. Like, yeah. No, this is this is this is about three people looking at this. Don't worry. Yeah. Not the Crusades. And then uh, Stephen Baldwin, he because he's there too with his his girlfriend, I guess, uh, or fiance, 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 Laura. I think her name is. Sure. Um, but she's there and. She's kind of fed up with the whole trip just from the beginning and just she's like the hard nosed cop of the two of them. And I mean, neither of them are cops, but she's like she's kind of she's kind of gruff and ready to just oh, no. scrap with everybody. <laughs> she a speaks bit. for him a lot. As speaks far for as him what's... a lot. And that's fine. But it's like she's always no, ready to just be like she's always ready to like. Well, she's hey, the one making you better decisions than he yeah. is. She needs to be. That's why she's there. I've, I've never seen a woman hate a trip to Venice so much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Truly. That's probably just the actress being mad because she realized she wasn't going to get to go to Venice. Oh, oh, you're not flying us there. Shit. Okay. All right. Got excited. Well, now they're um, going to dive where they think his father was at so he can go search for clues because that's what they let professors do in Venice, the police. And every time he gets in the water, there's immediately sharks. But the police are also like, you must sign an NDA and there's no... Like, there's a deal he has to make with the police. Yes, because they, they are very... Adamant, there are no sharks in Venice. Yeah, they don't want their, they don't want anyone to know there's sharks in Venice. Even though the second you get in the water, there are sharks. Yeah, <laughs> which well, I, it, I thought weird too, because like there would have been more attacks. Yeah, well, or he, sightings. He goes diving and then immediately finds the treasure. He's immediately attacked by sharks, and then the guy with him gets killed by stock footage. Oh, and he's in the mouth of a shark. Yeah. Well, but, at a point, I did just I just wrote who's being attacked because I couldn't tell, and I'm like, this looks like Stephen Baldwin's being fucking et up. It, he looked like his entire upper half of his body was in a shark, and then he gets out and he's in a well. I don't know. He just shows up in some underground area, and he's got a little bit of blood on his shoulder. I'm like, <laughs> okay, a little right. bit, yeah. And then he just finds the treasure, and this was interesting too because we're doing kind of an Indiana Jones thing, but then he finds the treasure. Do you notice it kind of had like a Die Hard music swell, like the. I'm like, pick, pick That's a the other thing. I hated the fucking score of this because it was it all was, stock yeah. and none of it matched what was happening. No, none of it matched Ever. what happened. It, anytime, anytime there's a dramatic reveal, it <laughs> well, always goes like, boom. And it would just transfer. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Um, so then he just finds the treasure and then he leaves and gets back in the water and he gets attacked by sharks again and it's a brutal attack. And you, and the, okay, did you notice in this fucking sequence that... I'm tempted to bring it up on YouTube to just show it to you so we can really look at it again. But he's being attacked by shark stock footage. This is where you start getting clips from other shark movies, too. Because at one point, a shark just, shark face bursts through a boat, but it's attacking him. And then there's a severed leg that drops in the water. Yeah, they show, they cut together, they very sloppily cut together this other movie. Just a whole bunch of shit. And showed a bunch of shit. And then he just wakes up. Wakes up in the hospital, hospital with both legs. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck just happened? I thought too the shark going through the boat. I'm like, oh, is that is it attacking the boat with the the women in it now? No, no. It, I don't know if they were trying to make it seem like a dream, but they didn't pull that off either. That's why for a second, I don't know I what happened. That. But then he's like, then they were like, oh, they found you in the water, and I'm like, so was he? What happened? What? But then he also is like, oh, so you're still gonna tell me there aren't sharks in Venice? 
I'm like, I don't, this was where I was really like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm angry. I'm thinking about this movie. <laughs> I wrote down another line while he's in the cave. And if you want these, I have time codes. Um, <laughs> when he's talking to his fiance and eventually he's just like, he's like, I'm bleeding and I can't talk. And he just yeah. stops communicating. I'm with bleeding her. and I can't talk right now. And then he jumps back in the water <laughs> and gets attacked by a shark a second time. Ugh. <laughs> So this is where our villain shows back up. Oh, yeah, finally. And it's like 40-some minutes in the movie. And then we get it. Well, and also this is where I realized, too, that uh, Captain Buenasera is actually Mayor Buenasera. And he's not the mayor, but he's playing the mayor role. Because he comes in and he's like, you know, you're not going to spoil my town with your shark truth. It was very much that. We always need need a mayor. Always need a mayor. Always need a mayor. Um, bear villain shows back up. Did you notice too that like most like they the costumes for this they're all very oversized. Did you know everyone's clothes is just very oversized? Yeah, maybe they bought just like a size up so they could just make sure everyone could fit. <laughs> Literally, clothes. everyone's suits just look huge. Yeah, they're kind of almost like a, like nineties era business suits a little bit, kind of where the little baggier. Ooh. Um. Yeah, then our villain shows, and this is where I'll be honest with you. My notes kind of just stopped for a while because I I stopped giving a shit. Because then the villain shows up and he's like, "You know where the treasure is, so work for me." And he's like, "No." And then they kidnap his girlfriend. Yeah. So then now he's they offered him ten percent, twenty million, which she turned down for them. Right. Why? I don't know. Right, you. I guess because the sharks, right? Which is revealed at the end that the main bad guy put them there, which, <laughs> which makes no fucking sense because he's like it keeps away the competition. There, there are my how you say guard dogs, but then he does just watch from a monitor as his divers get killed by sharks. Like, what? you didn't help yourself then. Also, like, who are your men that are just like, yes, boss, I'll jump in there. Yeah, no, and also. Get a new job. Do you, if you don't know where the treasure is, then what are you guarding? Yeah, apparently it was pretty hard to find. Even though Steve Baldwin just ended up there by accident. Yeah, well, his fiance even told him, like, take a left. There's a cavern. Like, somehow she knew it. <laughs> nope. Yeah, there's no, there's no logic in any of that part of the plot. Um, and then, so then he calls him there and he's got a little tank full of sharks that have been just shark. He's got a tank full of shark footage. <laughs> and he's like, I, I put the bambino sharks because again, no one in this movie is Italian. <laughs> no, well, there's even there, there's even a scene because they want to show a shark kill. Yeah, it's the deep blue sea one where it jumps out and eats the guy at the dock. Oh, that was wild, bad. It, it's a couple who are Italian mm-hmm. with their accents, but they're speaking English to one another. But I also don't know if they were Italian though. No, they're not Italian. But either they're way, they're doing an Italian approximation. Yes. And but either way, if you were in Venice, yeah, and were led to believe they're Italian, yeah, they wouldn't be speaking English to one another, yeah. I just kind of realized, like, why is it our shark movies sometimes have this like weird portrayal of Italians? Because remember Shark Tale? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one is wild though, because it it's a CGI shark jumps up, but then it's like. Then we cut to like an aerial shot. And also it's very clearly the dock they're on is on a soundstage in L.A. probably. 
lit weird with CGI water underneath it. It's like none of it was all in the same element. Then the shark comes out, flies into the air with a, a just stretched, like almost like cut out, like like Photoshop cut out of the guy yeah. <laughs> flying the camera with then a bunch of splashing water digitally put over it. And then the water, Jess pointed this out, the splashing water then at the very end reverses. They just decide to roll the footage back. Because they didn't have the water like dropping out. Well, they did that with another scene I noticed. They did it in reverse for some reason. There's a lot of reverse things. There's a lot yeah. of... Once we get to the end of the movie, too, there's a lot of just repeated shots. Oh. Because once there's a... We'll get to it, but... We'll get to it, but yeah. There's a I big old exactly shootout, someone dropping about. in, and you start being like, these guys already arrived. Why are we showing them again? Um. So one other thing, too, I want to point out real quick. Sure. This is during the kidnap scene. Oh, they kidnap his girlfriend. They kidnap yeah. his girlfriend in the market, and he says, "Ceramic horses, you love those." <laughs> he did too. And he just and then he just turns his back. And... It's one of the few lines of dialogue I've written down. Ceramic horses, you love, you love those. Them. Ceramic horses, you love those. I do. Check them out. Okay. Steven in this movie, the character Steven, he gets punched in the face. I would say conservatively eight fucking times. Yeah. No bruises. No nothing. No bruises. He's never thrown off. Because um, he even at one point gets hit in the face with a piece of wood. Yeah. His face is pristine. He has For Stephen Baldwin. Well, he has a completely slow fight with a chainsaw man. Uh, totally unscathed. No blood. Everyone's fine. My favorite is when they come to his hotel to like try to kidnap him. And he or turns something. into James Bond for a moment. Turns into James Bond, but he tries to hit that guy with a vase. And then he I just, noticed the guy turns and hits him. And I was like, oh, they probably didn't have a breakaway vase. And then I noticed he dropped it on the TV stand and it bounced. I'm like, oh, it's a plastic vase. They didn't have a real vase to use. So they're just like, oh, you're going to act like you're going to hit him, but then we're going to hit you and then just throw it out of frame. And I was like, oh, even better. Not only is it not breakaway, it's plastic. Even better. Um, but yeah, so then he goes to, uh, or they, do they kidnap him or he finds them? They do eventually kidnap him. Okay. That horrible scene where he's running away from them. All these scenes are so long, way too long. This thing, you lose interest in every action set piece, which yeah. is not good. Because there's the part where he's running through the market away from the men. And then that cart yeah. comes out with the empty boxes that he plows through. That's like the big action when scene. When they shoot it in like slow motion, he hits one box off the cart, and then the other guys run into the cart. Yeah. I love that, too. When they show up to the market to kidnap the girlfriend, it does footage of actual boat in water. And then it does from like a little, I guess, tunnel with stairs with green screen of Venice in the background. And then it's very clear that the boat is rolled up. Like on a truck or something, yeah. Because then the guys get out, and you see with each time they move, it bounces like it's on a chassis. <laughs> like they get off, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! It would have just been easier to go to a fucking dock. Just go to a dock. Because <laughs> they had to build that soundstage. Just get it. yeah, like that. That whole like, set piece where they like, where they spent money in this movie is bonkers. Yeah, it's in the very wrong areas. Yeah. Because there were ways you could have, like, yeah, you would have had to go to other places, but you wouldn't have to build so much shit or have so much soundstage stuff. You would have to do less lighting. Like, it's, 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 it's moving, a movie like this, I got so frustrated because I'm like, I understand this is a cheap-ass movie where you're trying to cut corners where you can, but in your corner cutting, you actually made more corners. <laughs> Like you made you made more things you had to do to get around the fact you weren't going to do it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, they, they made their job harder. <laughs> yeah. Like all the shark stuff, like to cram all that footage together and try to edit together so manically, but also in a, in a way that you can maybe parse what's going on. 
is well, harder than just do the fucking CGI. Well, shark. I just you I love some. I love too. Whoever edited this have, uh, at some point was just like fuck this. Oh, absolutely. Oh, the edit. Yeah, I think they were the only person who did any actual work on the movie, and clearly by the end of it was like ah, whatever. Um, but yeah. So then, uh, Geico Caveman has North Dakota Franks, and <laughs> there, and he's like, give him, give him my treasure. I want my treasure, and then. Uh, well, I love to. So he he he's he gets in the water with two of the henchmen. Yeah, and I just remember he's in like his jeans and a sweatshirt, and then they throw <laughs> gear down. I'm like, he's not just gonna jump in with his sweatshirt. And gee, he is. He, he is. is. He just put Scooby gear on he over is. his. Just put it on over. Because then when he's back in the treasure place, he's just they find him already in there and out of his Scuba gear, so he's just in his clothes. Well, do you remember too? Like, so he goes in that hole. He has that lame fight scene. Oh yeah. The, and then the guy kills well, himself. <laughs> yeah. Well, then he sends another henchman because he just knows where it's at, even though they needed Steven. Besides the point, very stupid. Either way, Steven just jumps in the hole, back in the hole, and his Scooby gear is just waiting for him. And then they show like a quick shot of him like putting it on in yes. the water. And then when is... he comes out of the hole in the lair, yeah. he's just out of his Scooby gear. Yeah, and then him and him and the main baddie. So yeah, he takes one guy to the treasure, and then they blow up all the treasure. Someone, some guy shoots like they don't explain if there's like a barrel in there or something, but all the treasure gets blown up. And then Stephen Baldwin, him and him and the main bad guy attack each other, and they fall into the water. Then a SWAT team raids the location, and there's a big, massive shootout that takes like 10 minutes. The, <laughs> wow. en- the entire time, Stephen Baldwin and the main bad guy are just under the water tussling. They're just wrestling. For like 10 minutes. It's so long. And then when they get out of the water, then there's several like off-camera shooter. <laughs> like, cause the, the, the one, cause the one cop, the voice ADR cop, she reveals to be a villain. But then she shoots a henchman to kill him, and then she goes to the main bad guy. She goes, "Enough with the killing!" And I'm like, "You can't say that after you just murdered someone <laughs> yeah. who clearly you were working with." And then someone off screen shoots her, and then I think that's when the whole fucking SWAT raid happens. And then the SWAT raid is like clearly where the rest of their budget went. Half budget was for the crusade sequence. The other half was for this unending shootout where the same SWAT members drop in from the ceiling a couple times. There's one point there's like a bullet POV shot. Like they're Oh trying my god, the mishmash of different shots they were trying to th- do. They're suddenly doing a bunch of stylistic shit. This movie had no style until this shootout. And then they were, because they were, they were also doing like a camera like on a jib clear like going through the whole thing. Like they were trying to get really fancy they with were. it. I noticed that as well and I was like, why, why now are we doing this? But it's also just too late. And then now it's like, well, you can't just make a new movie Well, and now. it still looks like shit either way. It still looks like shit. And you can't just have this be a different movie now. I don't know. Unless, who fucking knows? Maybe that was shot for something else by a different guy. And it feels like it. It feels like it. I would not be fucking surprised for how much stock footage is in this movie. Um, And then it's uh, over. Well, the shark, uh, shark eats. Shark eats main bad guy. Yeah. A grenade falls into the tank with the baby sharks he's got there. But then also, there's still sharks in Venice. They're still just out there. They didn't kill them all. They killed a couple. But clearly, there's a shitload of sharks in Venice. Well, and then they and just then, let Stephen and his fiance go. They just get to leave. Yeah. And, and he pulls out a necklace he, he stole. He, I love this. He pulls out this pearl necklace, and he goes, and this. He's like, how do you think it would look with a wedding dress? And he puts it on her, and it, lo- it, it looks a bad. shitty-looking necklace. 
Yes. It looks bad. I want her to be like, oh, no, I wouldn't wear this on my wedding day. Because even Jess has watched it. She goes, she goes, that's a horrible necklace. I'm like, I know there was gold and emeralds down there. He could have grabbed something way better. Yeah, this had like black on it. It was just. And was this in his pocket the whole time while he's fighting in the water and all this? Like he pocketed something. But love too. I just the one thing we ran by is we he fights the one guy in the treasure room, and then they're rolling around, and then the guy reaches for something, which then triggers like a gate above him, and Stephen Baldwin just gets out of the way and impales him. Oh so my like, god! Yeah, we. I'm like, we, yeah, I'll we, show you a way to just kill myself. We did gloss over when Stephen Baldwin first walks into that lair with the treasure. It's the worst booby traps I've ever seen. There's booby traps because he steps on it and it it goes off like. Three feet in front of him. It's yeah, yeah. So there's very obvious buttons, and <laughs> whoever built these booby traps were hoping that someone was really Ru- in a hurry, yeah, running very quickly, really in a hurry, and weren't avoiding very obvious obstacles. Um, yeah, then they just let him go, and just the movie's over, and literally the credits start, and then it quick flashes to a shark eating a guy in a boat, and then then goes back to the credits. Like and and not even like I don't mean like there's a mid credit stinger I mean literally it's it's like cast Stephen Baldwin whoever else but ah oh, shark thing goes back to the exact same point in the credits wild oh, yeah wild <sighs> and that I guess is Shark in Venice I know it was kind of a joyless retelling but. <laughs> Because it's a joyless it's a movie. Joyless movie. Do not watch this don't, under any circumstance. Don't. I don't know if I could recommend a movie less. We've had some duds on this. Show. We've had some real turds on this show. <laughs> we sure have. Do not watch this movie. Uh. The the spirit of this world and the lord of this world is Satan. Oh God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, that's the problem with. Uh, they fill them at the brewery, these so they babies, fill them very full. These babies are full. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? Pretty tasty. Very tasty. I'm impressed. Gordon? Gordon? Gordon Fest. Gordon, hey, Gordon, good boy. Good boy, Gordon. Good boy, Gordon. You made, you made a good beer, you horny dog. <laughs> it's just solid is what it is. Yeah. It's very smooth. I, I it's yeah it's a good it's it's kind of you know those things we talk about of what makes a good uh, Oktoberfest beer which I guess we didn't really cover this time maybe next episode we should do a refresher we will of what goes into maybe a, a quality Oktoberfest beer sorry it's a little that's all right phlegm came up with that burp <laughs> glad you didn't puke on your mic I'm glad to um but yeah it's it's got the good maltiness good biscuity it's got a good body without being too heavy it's it's checking a lot of boxes that we like checking a lot of Boxes, threading, a lot of needles. Ooh, uh, 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 Gordon. Uh, uh. <laughs> Gordon and his 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 what his hundred? What was it? Three hundred? Three hundred ninety nine? I think. Wow, Gordon. Gordon, you got a great beer and a powerful seed. Come <laughs> joke two. Here we go. Oh, on the board. You didn't think he's come to another one. Not really a come joke, but it's still. Kinda. I wanted to bring Come it related. Back. Come adjacent. Come adjacent. <laughs> what a weird phrase. I know. I really enjoyed come adjacent. <laughs> that sounds like you're telling someone to come stand next to you. <laughs> come adjacent. Come adjacent. <laughs> that's, like, that's the old, that's the, like formal way of saying like, come stand here. Come adjacent. 
Ooh. Um, those are the original lyrics to Stand By Me. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I love our bad show. All right. Uh, Do we have anything for special features? Because I know there's no research on Shark in Venice because I tried to find it. And most of the IMDb you know, trivia or goofs was them just being like, yeah, one shot the shark looks like this and the other shot it doesn't. I'm like, yeah, it's a bad movie. Yeah, we know. It's a real bad movie. So I looked up a very, very small, minute amount of research uh-huh. about why it's a bad idea to swim in the Venice canals. Oh, bad idea to swim in the old Venice canals. Are you Are you ready? Is it because of all the sharks? Damn it. Let's uh, solved it. Thanks right. for listening. <laughs> Tell me, lay me, lay it on me. So it lists three bullet points. I'll list them, and then there's a little in depth. Okay, depth. <laughs> depth is a hard word to say on mic and be clear. Right. Beer or no beer? It doesn't matter. Point number one: the water is contaminated from the city itself. Not a huge surprise. Yeah, there's a city on it. There's a city on it. You can't blame the water for that. There's a dang old city sitting on it. Which they do mention in the movie, too. They do. She Because the ADR cop says it from afar. Someone else said it through that woman's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the puppeteer. <laughs> Logan, the water's polluted, full of heavy metals. <laughs> All kinds of chemicals. From industrial activity, a bunch of fucking Lamb of God CDs floating in there, all over. Okay, and also it's it's prohibited. You're not allowed to swim. You're not allowed to swim in there. I think they mentioned that right that even like diving was illegal. I think in the movie they said it, but right. So the canals in Venice are not the only transport system. Yeah, zip lines, <laughs> zip lines. You've got those long sticks that go in. Yeah. And- <laughs> Yeah, real <laughs> tremors travel. There's just trampolines all over the damn place. I didn't really like that. I'm gonna start over. Okay, I mean, keep all this in. I don't I was, it was a good. That. It was a good gag. I'm keeping oh, it keep in. Everything. Okay, but that first line doesn't even matter. Basically, it's just talking about how there's a sewer system involved in there, and some of the older in the house- travel. <laughs> no, in the in the canal system. Oh, okay, and some of the older houses release into that mm. yeah yeah, well, yeah. That's, why, that's why i'm guessing the water is so polluted just from the history of a city being there and knowing how you know we humans are to our surroundings yes it's why that was part of why they reversed the chicago river is because so many drains just spilled into the chicago river and so just just a bunch they did, of yes a, a bunch of diseases were just hanging around so they just sent it down to what like oklahoma city or something i can't remember no, where. Oklahoma, uh, um, uh, st louis st louis that's right that's where they sent their and sick then, to and then reverse it, uh st louis reversed it back <laughs> what a weird war to have what a petty way to alter nature <laughs> to reverse a river to send your poopy to a different city yeah, because uh, yeah, it was part of the cholera. We, I think we talked about that on the I show, think we right? We did, yeah. But it was part of the uh, big cholera outbreak, yeah, too. Was the that big just... Gloria outbreak, yeah. Gloria. That's right. Wow, that's that's like. That's shout outs to like episode one, maybe? That's, that's, it might be the first episode that of might the be. show. Wow. Wow. Our, <laughs> our well run deep, you know? 
Uh, so yeah, that's the main reason, as you can imagine, the sewer systems are running into there. I, I did see that some of the newer hotels have a more sophisticated filtering system. God, you'd hope. Right? <laughs> but I get, I mean, you gotta think all those really old houses, they don't give a shit. For sure. It's probably literally just a hole that falls in the Bro, water. Bro, that was even, I, I told you about when I was in that one Airbnb in New York, even. Because that was like a, you know, early 1900s house or whatever there they was were staying in. There was just a pipe running to the street where your poopy went? Oh, my poopy went. No, but they literally, it had signs that was just like, oh, don't flush toilet paper. And I was like, well, what now? This needs to be in the listing. That sounds like something I saw very deep Mexico. That's what like, I mean. I was like eight hours deep and that was the it thing. It seemed like that. And it had, and the way the sign was written too, because it said, please do not flush, you know, paper towels, toilet paper, feminine hygiene products. Like it had it in the middle, like you weren't going to notice yeah, that like, it said toilet paper. And so I messaged them. And I was like, oh, hey, can I not flush toilet paper? Because like, cause they said, you know, leave it in the provided container, which was just a garbage can. I'm like, you just want me to just throw <laughs> my shit in there? Like, what? And then they sent back. And they're like, it's a really old building. So like the the septic tank is like like next to the toilet, basically. Like it's very like short, old pipes. They're like, so it doesn't always have time to disintegrate by the time it like gets into like the septic system and fucks up the whole system just because it's that old of a building because especially back then too when those were built like toilet paper wasn't really a thing in that way you know what i mean yeah you just had an itchy ass i get it yeah just has some stank butt you know but we did but it wasn't you know the same so So you were the stinkiest boy in new york no i just flushed the toilet paper Fuck you! I I was I was nice about it. I was I was uh, sparse, but I was like, uh, I'm not gonna shower every time I shit in here. You gotta give me a give me a fucking bidet then. That's what I Bonus was thinking. Attachments at least. Plus it was so hot. That would have been bad. Oh my god! Yeah. Oof. Walk around with some fudge butt. Can we make the goal of this Sharktoberfest to lose the few listeners we have? <laughs> Let's just see. Let's see what happens if we actively Bro, try to tank the show. Let's alienate everyone. Because our weird show is us trying to do good. <laughs> now, what if we tried to actively destroy our own show? What's going to be funny is when our numbers increase. We get really famous all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, suddenly we're, we're, <laughs> we're new and noteworthy on iTunes, even though we've been here for three years. Reason number two, mm. the, we talked about the heavy metal. We talked about them death metal bands, yeah, clogging man. up the canals. They're all in there, all the, all the masks. No, apparently they built a harbor like in the middle of the city, thinking oh, okay. that would be a brilliant idea. Yeah, right. So then you have a lot of ship shipping containers, not containers, but you know shipping ships, shipping ships, shipping ships coming in and just fucking shit up. Yeah, because then you're you're gonna probably have a lot of. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, like... Uh, uh, it does say there are at least some 600 cruise ships a year anchoring around Venice. Wow, okay. And those ships are kind of gross. Those a lot of them gross. get in trouble for dumping their poopies. And so. a lot of them have uh, Americans on them, and that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, yeah, so you have a lot of tourists. You're going to have big these big commuter boats that are pretty gross. And, and the I'm, harbors, the main harbors are in the middle of the fucking city? Right. That just sounds cumbersome, and it sounds like you're going to get some boat traffic, right? Absolutely. These facts are really boring, and I apologize. I'm not bored. Okay, I thought I thought this would go better. <laughs> um, but we do have a new goal this year, so for the new goal, it actually is going pretty well. It's going great. Yeah. So in the past, yeah. reason three, you people swam in those canals. 
Yeah. As uh, far as head in the 60s, children jumped in the water from bridges in the summer. They had a blast. Never to be seen again. Well, you no, know, they died. Absolutely <laughs> died. Um, Coming up, covered. Lord Byron, whoever that guy is. Name sounds familiar. I don't know who he is. He was important. He used to swim naked in the canal because he was a lord. Yeah, you could do that. When you're you a, do that. They don't tell you this. When you're a lord, you, you can have your danglies out. Yeah, I've been trying to get my lordship for years. Just because you want to walk around with your danglies. Because then, then no one can go, hey, put pants on. They have to go, sir. That's what they have to say. Yeah. And they have to bow a little bit, which makes them have to look at it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they bow a little bit. They got to get by that. Yeah, dirt. you got you to get eye to eye to my to my majesty. I'm a lord. <laughs> um, yeah, Venice is one of those places that seems neat. I have no real urge to go to, no, and I, I don't know why. I but bet I it's don't not really... that neat. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's not that. In that, ah! what what a hard weird take. I bet it's not neat. That neat. In, I bet it's dirtier than it looks. Oh, that water. I mean, even in the movie, just the boat's going around. I'm like, that water looks pretty murky. Yeah, and it just seems, obviously, it's so wet. Just so wet. Uh, Everywhere. Which you'd think we'd love, because we're the wettest show on the internet. And this has got to be the wettest city in America. Plus, (laughs) I feel like the amount of just black mold just coursing through that whole city. Oh, God, yeah. You think? Well, I think right now, too, I I believe in the last couple of years, they're like, Venice is literally sinking. Yes, I've heard that. Because I, whatever it is, but like the foundation of of the town. <laughs> what if we just see one day that Venice is just no more? Just goes full Atlantis. Just yeah. bloop. <laughs> just gone. Yeah, that'd be something. I don't know. I, I, I Like I one too many people If you're going to visit up. Italy, I think there's many other places I would like to see. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Venice has never been... Because I want to see the countryside. Yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty literal, though, if you order an Uber pool. (laughs) (laughs) This is what the show has become. This is a rough start to Sharktoberfest. It's very rough. I'm not going to lie. I was watching the movie being like, this is how we're starting this one. Usually, usually we're a couple weeks in before we're defeated, and I'm immediately defeated. Before we get the Dunsies? Before we get the Dunsies. I already got. I had the Dunsies five minutes into that movie, and I was like, "Fuck it, we're changing. We're let's we're bailing on it. We're changing the name of the show <laughs> right away. We're doing something else. <laughs> we're gonna have a new hook. What's well, popular? Let's do that. Let's whatever." Welcome to Nielsen and Pixley's murder show. Yeah, we'll just do murder. Fuck it, we'll just do a true crime show because what? Because whatever. Because whatever. Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> it's your Stephen. It's this is my message to Stephen Baldwin. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. This is my message to. If you know him, clip this. Send it to him, Stephen. You 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 took my drive away. Not only did you waste an hour and a half of my life, you took. The drive out of my life. I know you didn't make this movie alone, but you're the name on it. He's an accomplice, though. I don't care what he says. No, for sure. He's guilty. He's guilty. He's guilty. Yeah, this is a Rico case, man. Everyone involved is going down. Shame. 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 Shame on you, Stephen Baldwin. (laughs) 
for your shark in Venice. Did you feel good, Stephen, cashing that check? Did you feel good? I hope you didn't, and I bet you didn't. <laughs> if I had a guess. Ah. Don't uh, ah. don't him and Alec kind of hate each other because he's very right. Very right wing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not right in any he's aspect ju- of his just life. He's so correct. He's always yeah, correct. He's always right, and it it drives <laughs> Alec, Alec crazy. Alec Baldwin is so mad because he's like, every question he's got the answer to. Oh, I'm just so angry I can fire this prop gun. Oops. Um, <laughs> Too soon? Too something. I don't yeah. know. It's all right. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. When you're when, when you're one good Baldwin left is like you know kind of a murderer. <laughs> you know, what do you do? What do you do? Well, I wonder what Daniel's up to. Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> what is Danny Baldwin up to? What's the Billy? Billy Baldwin? Daniel Billy? Baldwin? Billy pops up and stuff here. Who was the one but... in Vampires? John Carpenter's Vampires. That would be Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Um. Is there anything anything else that we need to? I know. I feel like we've we were leaving things on the table. I'd like to give a little more before we. I, I feel like we're leaving things on the table, and I I do feel like this is this has been has been a rough start to Sharktoberfest. And you know what? Like that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen in real festivals. Some festival. You know this this is a real like shark fire fest that we've kind of got going here. You know what I mean? We we've just got to the island. We've realized we have nowhere to stay. We're being we're fed bologna stay. sandwiches. The the you know the the content we thought we thought we were going to provide is not really here. Uh, Blink one eighty two just pulled the ripcord. They're out. They're gone. They're not here. The only acts we have are the metal bands who are littering the canals of Venice. You know, uh, uh, everyone everyone's mad. Everyone's everyone's angry and disappointed by everyone. I mean, you and me. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, Ja Rule is to blame for all of this. I do blame him. He gave us the seed money for this show. <laughs> That's twenty dollars. He'll never get back. He'll never get that. I his if he has a team of lawyers come for me, he's not seeing that twenty again. No Hamiltons for you. Sir. It wasn't Ja Rule though. Who was it? I fucked that up. No, wasn't it Ja Rule? I think you're right. Was that? No. I believe it was Ja Rule. All right. I'm no, you're with it. no, you're just surprised that Ja Rule was uh, associated with something so relevant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dunking on everybody. Fuck it. Coming for the Baldwins. I'm coming for your jaw rules. Who's next? Who else? Name someone else. I'll dunk on them. Chelsea Clinton? She's got a new fucking Avil TV Plus show with with her mom. They're doing something. Oh, well, fuck them. And here's the thing. Whatever. But I kept see it's very upsetting when you're just on the home screen of your Apple TV thing and you see two Clintons just looking at you. Very unsettling. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Chelsea Clinton's got very much of a, a, a Stepford Wives smile. Very dead-eyed smile in that promo. I wish that Bill was in the way background just with his far-off stare. Just looking at balloons. Just, just- look, looking straight at the sun. <laughs> Oh, it sure is bright. <laughs> Ow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, everything's all purple now. <laughs> yeah, boom. Clinton's taking the task. No, you can't. No one's safe. Nice dunk. No one's safe. 
I had to, I had to reach for that dunk, but I got there. Took him down. Uh, <laughs> yes, because you took the Clintons down. Uh, but that is not to be confused with the ultimate dunk of this episode, which was on you, the listener. <laughs> Suckers. That's what you get. That's what you, if you've made it this far, you a fucking sucker. No. Okay. Here's what. Here's because one, we have some things planned for this Sharktoberfest that we that we are actually excited about too. That I think we're, are going to give us a little shot in the arm that we're going to need. And clearly, <sighs> we need so. it. Clearly, we already from this first one, we're going to need it a yeah. little bit. No, we did plan something different because we we knew we knew we knew even I didn't think it was going to hurt us so bad immediately. No, but we we knew. Well, just we watched a lot of trailers and we're like. Fuck. There's only so much shark movie you can truly endure. And, you know, since it's not like our our only like goal of this show. We well, don't, and I think we, we knew don't, like doing 12 new shark movies would truly kill us. Would truly kill us. And so we don't want to do that. So um, not only do we have some kind of topic-y stuff, some, still about shark movies and shark stuff that we're going to be doing. Um, we're also going to be, in a way, contributing to shark movie canon, if you will, is maybe that's the vague tease I'll give right now. Yeah, let's keep it real vague. I'm gonna keep it real vague right now. We'll get to it. We'll reveal it pretty soonish, but yeah, that, I'm gonna start with that. Um, because yeah, because we the way we felt after the last Sharktoberfest of being like, oh, a doof, but we knew we wanted to do it again, and we knew we wanted to give it uh, a, a a new a new a, a, a fresh coat, fresh coat of paint. Yeah. Well, I think we we made a pack that we have to do at least four because there's four jaw movie, Jaws movies. Four Jaws movies, yeah. So at least four of these yeah. uh, Sharktoberfest uh, celebrations. Um, do we want to tease that we're changing the name of the show eventually or do we not want to do yeah, that we, right I now? guess we could. I mean, it's not going to yeah. hurt nothing. Um, the show will be changing a little bit again after our attempt again to change the show. <laughs> I feel safer this time. I feel a little safer. It'd be really weird if this one got taken. <laughs> It'd be really yes, weird. But we have another title in mind. We want to keep doing shark stuff, but now we feel like the show has grown outside of that. So this too is like a little bit of a, I don't know, almost kind of a swan song of the original show maybe yeah. is that how we could put it even Absolutely. though we're still we're still gonna do shark shit and we're still well, gonna do sharktoberfest but well, like, we we hit a, a realization i think right after the first sharktoberfest when we just didn't do another shark movie for a very long time yeah yeah and you know we we, we had we famously attempted to uh, rename the show last year and then it was fucking taken the week before we did it uh, <laughs> which I guess on us because we had this plan for months and we months. We had a plan, but we knew we had a thing. We knew we were gonna. I know. I think it was last time too. We were gonna try to change it like towards the end of the year it after Oktoberfest and stuff, and then whatever. Anyway, our our whole goal though is to is to to breathe some new life into this show. Yeah. Into well, I, this, we, we we've evolved a lot though as the years have gone on. We've kind of yeah, found we, our beats. Yeah. That's true. We found more segments. We found, we've, we found yeah. certain beats and. It doesn't quite fit in the Sharktoberfest box anymore, I don't think. No, not totally. Now Sharktoberfest is a thing with li- that lives within a larger thing. You and know? Like sperm. <laughs> Boom! God damn it! Boom! I need one! Boom! Um, We also... Three! <laughs> we also, because we're idiots, we never stop having new ideas. Yeah. And we need a space where we can play with those. Yeah. Safely. Yeah. Instead of coming up with nine different podcasts a week... <laughs> We'll just we'll just put them all in one place. 
So I don't know. This yeah. is, this is a, we didn't expect to really get into this. It's a very co- uh, 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 confessional first episode. <laughs> Feels good. I've been keeping this in for I so think so. long. The, <laughs> the demon's out. Oh, well, <sighs> thanks for listening, and we're sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, no, if you're if you're here, you know why you're here. You know why you're you here. You know what you're getting into. You know what you've done, and <laughs> yeah. and you know why you deserve <laughs> No, I think this was good. I actually think this was good. I think this is almost, this was kind of purging the demons of Sharktoberfest. Kind of the, 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 the bile we were holding in from the last one. This was the this was the huh, yeah, right. This was getting it out. This was this yeah. This was the spurting, <laughs> the ejaculation of it. Gonna go ahead and just boom. Well, it's this was a full release. Ah, let's go make it six. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Shark Toverfest. Gordon Fest. Go get it. Tasty. Yeah, if you're in Dubuque, if you're in Dubuque, I thought you were gonna say if you're into. <laughs> If you're really into Dubuque, if you're in Dubuque, yeah, if you're if you're around that area, yeah, they, they probably only sell it around there. Yeah, I don't know Looks if they like, distribute because these are because these so. are brewery cans too. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm happy too. We can find a, a you know we've had a few good beers from from the state, but this to be in the the Oktoberfest canon and uh, a really good taste. I'm glad you know dimensional in Dubuque. Way to do it. Yeah. The other two beers I had very solid, so highly recommend. Very well crafted brews. I would be interested to try more of their drinks because I think this is on par with some of the better Oktoberfests. I would say so too, which is also really impressive for just a smaller brewery. Because yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No, that's great. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. So uh, I love that shark in Venice. Don't look at it. Look away. If you see it anywhere, shield your eyes. Shield your eyes. Cross the street if it is coming your way. Cross the street. If you happen to just be at home and like, oh, is that shark in Venice? Break Uh, your TV. Break your TV. Fucking kick it. Just do a fucking roundhouse. Maybe burn the house. I don't know. Maybe burn the house down. Pour pour water onto your Roku. Just don't, don't. Whatever it takes. Don't let it waste your time and your life. Because if it does, Stephen Baldwin only gets stronger. He's just at home right now, just like he's an energy vampire, just sucking <laughs> just in our get, essence, getting ready to go Super Saiyan, Super Stephen. Super Stephen. Oh, for Dustin Pick Sam Logan Nielsen. Thanks for listening to Sharktoberfest. It's it's gonna get better. It has to be. It, yeah. yeah.